0: This is Will Hauck with KNBC, and I'm chatting with Andy from the infamous String Dusters. Thanks for joining me today.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. Happy to be here.
0: Awesome. You guys have a pretty uh, classic bluegrass sound. I'd love to hear about the bands that influence you guys most as a group.
1: Sure. Yeah, you know, the the idea of a classic bluegrass sound is certainly a matter of perspective. Um, it kind of depends on who you ask, right. but, uh, but yeah, we, you know, our influences couldn't be more varied. I mean, you know, we have a traditional sort of bluegrass instrumentation, mm-hmm. um, you know, banjo, fiddle, dobro, upright bass, and guitar, but um most of us didn't grow up listening to or playing bluegrass most of us grew up listening to all manner of different things i grew up listening to heavy metal and rock and roll and was a guitar player first and um you know going to see the grateful dead and fish Mm -hmm. and uh same with some of the others so so the the bluegrass thing for some of us kind of came just a little bit later but um but, yeah, I mean, our influences as a band range from, you know, some guys come from more of like a folk background, like Travis. He, came, he kind of came up going to folk festivals. Mm-hmm. I'm like a heavy metal guy. Uh, Andy Falco is a bit grateful dead and into the blues. Um, Chris Pandolfi, he, he started listening to Bale Fleck pretty early on, so that makes sense. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, our, our influences are wide-ranging. We spent about 10 years... Um, as a band together in Nashville. Um, and that was really where the bluegrass thing was. We were really focused on learning how to play bluegrass properly and really fine tuning our, you know, how to play our instruments in that style. Right. So. It, we kind of started all varied and then we went into this bluegrass phase like when the band started did that for a while and then kind of branched back out once we felt like we had a good foundation that bluegrass and kind of let those old influences kind of come back in and, and filter through this kind of bluegrass instrumentation
0: right yeah it makes a lot of sense nashville is quite the place to do that too there's some fascinating musicians there in that city
1: yeah, that it's like the the best of each of our instruments all kind of lived there. For me it was, you know, I I was a big Jerry Douglas fan and, and he lived right. there and you could run into him and and you know, or or you'd see uh Sam Bush in the in Whole Foods or something, you know, and it was just like being around that energy was uh was just so exciting for a young musician. And um yeah, and so it just really propelled us and to be around people that are just better than you and are the sort of these legends it just it propels you know for our personalities that it, it propels us forward and makes you want to practice and get better but you know as i say our influences are are wide ranging and and more and more as we go along we sort of let that be expressed through through the bands. you know we don't we don't have any we don't necessarily feel like we have to be a bluegrass band but we we love bluegrass and we play quite a bit of
0: it. The new studio album is called Rise Sun and the the title track is the opener on the album and and that song has this great uplifting kind of hopeful vibe that reminded me of old gospel music a little bit and I was wondering if you could talk about that song.
1: Why we worry tell me, why we cry and tell me get together without pain Burdens at our doorstep Burdens in our heart It's time to let them travel Lay them down From the tallest mountain Down in the lowest valley Sure, yeah, th- that song It definitely is our sort of version of like a If this makes sense, a secular spiritual song Yeah um, You know, we're all deep People and have a spiritual side, you know we're not particularly religious but um but yeah, this song it definitely has the gospel vibe it starts out with clapping like on the on the two and four as we call it in musician terms, which is um that's where gospel people clap <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the opposite of uh of sometimes, like, bluegrass people who clap on the one and the three, the right. gospel people clap on the two and the four. A little bit of music education for you. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what kind of gives it that sound and then starts off kind of a cappella um, and then goes into the bluegrass vibe. But, yeah, it just – Travis wrote that, our, our bass player, and um, it's definitely been one of our favorite songs and a fan favorite. You know, it's that's one of those songs when it when it happens during a live show it's just, a, I, I see it on the set list, and I just know that that moment is going to really coalesce. Like, the f- crowd always reacts, mm-hmm. um, and it's kind of just like, it's just like your, your, you know, your home run in the set. It's just always going to, it always works. People always love it, um, and it, yeah, and it, it is, it's just, that's what it is. It's uplifting, it's it's energetic, it's bright, and it has a cool message, and um yeah just it's it's just such a cool it's simple there's nothing too crazy or fancy about the song it just has all the elements that really um brings kind of people to their feet so it's 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 fun to play
0: yeah that's good i like i like songs that people can that the crowd can sing along to uh with i i i feel like there could be a more of a pete seeger um uh vibe at, at these festivals you know where he used to kind of lead the crowd in songs and stuff i think i think that's neat
1: yeah and you know for our music can be a bit heady at times and so you know which i which we all love you know and so mm-hmm. that th- that song songs like that in, a, in our set are always just a moment of just easiness and and fun for people and and so it it has a real impact in that way
0: right Cool. Well, the, uh, the the song Somewhere in Between hits on themes of being on the road, t- kind of taking time to be present and um, things like that. Um, can you tell us a little bit where that, that song came from? What was the inspiration for that one?
1: Sure. Yeah. You know, it, the way our band works is, uh, you know, individual members write the songs, and usually is how it works. And then we kind of we'll have, like, um, a a few rehearsal days or something somewhere. Usually we'll just get an Airbnb house and just get some groceries and, and sit around all day and show each other songs and learn each other's songs that we've been working on individually. So that one was written by Jeremy Garrett, you know, and so mm-hmm. I – but I can sort of speak to what it means to me and how it came about within the band context. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I also think the, the idea of somewhere in between, it, not only what you said, but I think it um, it sort of shows that people are a little more complicated than we like to put them in boxes for. You're either liberal or you're conservative or you're this or you're that, and I mm. think the reality of people is we're all kind of somewhere in between all that. We're, we're you know, we're, we're not just... Black and white. We're, we're a lot of things, you know, right. and I and so I think that is, um, I think that's kind of a lot of the the message there. Strangely enough, that song also has kind of a gospel moment to it. There's a there's a point in the bridge where this choir kind of of voices comes in, mm-hmm. and, um, and so it's funny. We I guess uh, that you know you kind of have this like soul music influence a little bit on this record. Yeah. I think it's really just speaking to the depth of people. What you know, how we like to put people in these certain boxes, but we're all kind of in between it all. You know,
0: right? Yeah, <laughs> and, and I've noticed um, uh, on, on not just this record, but a number of um, other records that have come out recently. A, a lot of uh, just really kind of socially conscious uh, lyrics and songs that are really kind of about unity and, and bringing us together. And I think that's a pretty cool thing with the times that we're living in you know, and and I picked up on some of that in, in these songs.
1: Yeah, I think it's, and, you know, we all, you know, we definitely are sort of more progressive people just naturally, but I think as an exercise, it's been nice to try and really dig a little bit deeper than, than to, you know, some musicians and artists, they like the fight mentality. They're like, this is, this is what I believe, and you should believe that too. Mm -hmm. And I feel we all feel that too, but I think there's something even sort of deeper and more compassionate you can go with as an artist that is trying to really go beyond um, some of that division and, yeah, try try and make music that just makes people feel good and makes people happy, and that's not to say that all the like, specific issues and viewpoints aren't valid and shouldn't be fought for but it's just like um i think it's actually even harder to write music that is a unifying thing i think it's easier to sort of bark your complaints and harder to um harder to sort of you know rise above that in some ways but uh but that's what we've tried to do and that really did uh that seemed to really be a theme on this message on this uh, record and that's why we, we sort of titled the album Rise, Sun. It felt like that kind of had the, the most of that encapsulated in a song, and so that's what the record was called.
0: Absolutely. Well, the, the sequencing on the album is really interesting to me. The the, the songs blend into each other um, uh, really nice and um, give it kind of like a, a almost a live show feel. Uh, was that an intentional uh, decision on your part?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it really was. It's you know, it can be difficult to, as a band that's really, a, in a lot of ways, a live band, um, you know, you're always wanting to capture some of that magic that you get from the live show and put it into a record, but it it just doesn't quite work that way. They're there two different things, but we, we did want to at least um, try to get that flow of how, like, a set list for a live show might be mm-hmm. and kind of do an album that way, and so... We actually, we had all the songs that we knew we wanted to record, and we decided on the order they would appear on the album in, in advance of even going into the studio to record them, which is not common. Usually, you have your songs, you record them in whatever order you think is whatever happens to be for whatever number of reasons, and then after the fact, you decide what order they're going to go in once they're all recorded, but we did it. The opposite. We we decided the order in advance, and then figured out ways and places where we could blend one song into another, and then we went into the studio and recorded them in that order. Um, and so that's that's not. I've never done that, uh, and I've done a lot of recordings, and and it was awesome. It was like you went into the studio, kind of knowing what you were, what each day was going to bring, um, and you didn't have to decide what song to do on any given day you knew what was coming next and it kind of took a lot of the pressure off and just let us go in and and do the best versions of those songs and and yeah and we got to blend some together the way we would in a live show um so i'm glad you know it's nice to know that that some of that came across yeah
0: yeah it definitely did it's a good listen for sure. So you guys uh, hit the road uh, quite a bit, play a lot of live shows, and um, and and you got quite a few recordings out there. Um, what projects do you have coming up in the next months? Is it going to be um, uh, mainly uh, touring or recording some more? Or what, what do you got going on?
1: Yeah, well, we you know we've done eight or nine full length studio records. a a bunch of uh eps of cover songs we've put out a bunch of live records we put out so much music in our career we were kind of just giving ourselves a moment to not put the pressure on to immediately record another album so um but we have we do have a track um in the bag that's a collaboration with g love not sure uh, g love of g love and special thought he's uh He's a buddy, and uh, we recorded an awesome song with him that's a really cool collaboration. But It's like bluegrass, it's like rap, it's like this whole cool thing. Um, So we've got that that we're going to be releasing in the coming months, and we're focusing on recording a couple other collaboration-type singles um, throughout the spring with different artists, and then, um, yeah, we're just starting to talk about our next full-length project but we were kind of giving our just doing some fun things for the next like little bit just kind of some collaborations with musicians that we know not feeling like we have to tackle a whole record and allowing everyone to kind of like write songs and and so like i say we've been going so hard um that we just kind of gave ourselves a little breathing room on the recorded stuff but nonetheless there's going to be stuff coming out with these collaboration <laughs> singles so that, that's kind of what's next. We're currently in the middle of our heavy touring season, which ends up kind of being the focus. But, uh, but yeah, they'll just, there's always going to be stuff coming out because we just, that's, how, that's how it goes with us.
0: Well, that's great. You guys got quite the catalog of work. That's good. So if, uh, if people are more interested in uh, finding all your stuff, um, finding out about you, what's the best place to look online? Uh, your website, uh, streaming services, that kind of stuff?
1: Yeah, you know, everyone knows where it's at. It, I mean, as far uh, we're the com, and that's got great stuff. You know, there will, there's always some exclusive videos and stuff up there. Um we got a cool YouTube channel with some um not only videos but um but some like on the road type vlog things. Mm-hmm. Um and then yeah, Spotify of course has our pretty much our whole catalog. Um, as well as Apple Music and Amazon and um, all that. So yeah, if you want the music, go to the streaming services. You know, our, our website has all kinds of cool information and content about us, as well as cool merch and stuff. So um, yeah, that's it.
0: Awesome. Well, I love that uh, the cover of that Cure song. It's it's a cool video in the in the roller wink that you guys did.
1: Yeah, yeah, we. We're, we're trying to, we're, you know, we have, um, we actually have quite a few, we have a number of like produced type videos um, that I don't think a lot of people have seen. So I always try and encourage people to check out YouTube. There's a lot of stuff that is fun content. I don't think, you know, most people have, have, have found and, and that video was a fun one. Yeah. We did it in a roller rink Got to, you know, it was the first time I've been on roller skates in like 20 years. So <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was pretty fun.
0: Cool. All right, man. Well, that's the questions I have for you.
1: All right. Well, I appreciate your time, and uh, thanks for the interview.